Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how to size your business into the future. Some people think that profitability in a business is something that just happens. Profit is what's left over after you subtract expenses from your income. Well, yes, that is the math for calculating what your profit would be, but that doesn't mean you don't have control over your revenue or your expenses. Some businesses really flourished during the pandemic. Some top performing realtors earned a quarter million to half a million dollars during 2021 and 2022. Then when the transaction volumes evaporated in 2023, their income fell by 75%. Some home improvement companies saw their incomes double from 2020 to 2022. Many sized their business for continued growth in 23. Imagine their surprise when that didn't materialize. RV dealers saw their business multiply in the period from 2020 through 2022. The supply chain shortages have been replaced now by inventory overflowing dealer lots. If your business was benefiting from the stimulus checks, then chances are you've seen a drop in business in the past year. If you're a landlord of a business that benefited from stimulus checks over the past three years, then you need to be paying close attention to what's happening in those businesses. You might have a non-paying tenant on your hands in the near future. Those companies who took on additional staff expecting revenue growth in 2023 and into 2024 have probably set themselves up to lose money in those years. For those whose businesses are linked to construction in some way, then there's a real and measurable slowdown in all forms of construction. Revenue, for example, at Lowe's and Home Depot are down compared with the same period a year earlier. At Lowe's, revenues are down 12.8% in nominal dollars, and when you take inflation into account, the reduction in goods shipped is closer to 15 or maybe even 20%. That's a significant decline. So what should you do when you're experiencing a downturn in business? Well, you should try and grow, I would imagine. Well, there's three ways to grow your business. You can acquire more customers, you could raise your prices, or you can sell additional products to your existing customers. Those are really the three fundamental methods for growing your business. But then some will say there's another tactic. Some businesses will lower their prices in the hopes of stimulating more sales. Well, where does that one fit? It's actually a version of number three, where you try and sell more volume of the same product to existing customers. That's an attempt to explore the price elasticity of demand. In truth, there's often no real demand increase. It's actually pitting one supplier against another in the hopes of stealing market share. Once a project is committed into construction, it's of a fixed size. It's not like a 10% reduction in the price of lumber is going to cause the building to add another floor to the building. It's going to be the same building and it's going to assume the same amount of lumber. So you're not really growing the market opportunity. So what do you do when you have a company that's facing a shrinking revenue base? If the core functions are essential to running the business, then a reduction in revenue will ultimately erode profits and eventually push the business into insolvency. Well, it turns out there's one more option that is rarely discussed, especially during moments of duress. Businesses are trying too hard to survive to think strategically. There is one more way for you to grow, and that's by growing inorganically. That could involve the purchase of another company, buying another product, a division, or even a customer list. Growth through acquisition is a legitimate way to add top-line revenue and even bottom-line contribution. It represents an opportunity for operational savings. If you're combining two companies, you might be able to rationalize and reduce some core admin functions like human resources, finance, and maybe some marketing overhead and so on. It often seems counterintuitive. 
In moments of stress, the natural instinct is to tap the brakes. But you know that if your car starts to skid, applying the brakes might even cause you to spin out. Sometimes the proper corrective action is to hit the gas in order to get the car moving along the right trajectory. Well, so it is with business. Tapping the brakes won't cause the company to shrink into greatness. It may cause the company to shrink into insolvency. It takes guts when you're bleeding cash to go out, raise money to make an acquisition. Many acquisitions can be done for very little cash. Some of these can be primarily stock deals with a very small cash component. It's been demonstrated through all of the major economic downturns that immense wealth has been created by those with the intestinal fortitude to go on an acquisition binge. And many of America's most iconic companies were founded and grew during the Great Depression. One simple example is Sheraton Hotels. That was founded by the Henderson family. I've got to know Mitzi Perdue, the daughter of the founder of Sheraton Hotels, and learned the story of how her father founded and grew the company during the Great Depression. I learned that firsthand from her. You have to remember that the Great Depression was a period of immense monetary deflation. It meant shrinking revenues, and those companies were servicing fixed debts. We all know what that means. It's a cascade of business failures. So while the U.S. economy is not deemed to be shrinking as a whole, there are certainly some sectors that have shrunk and continue to shrink. So what do you do in those circumstances? You can hunker down and hope for better times in the future, or you can go on offense and implement a growth strategy, maybe through acquisition. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.